Um, yeah, you started stand up in in L.A. What was that scene like? I mean, no, you started here, but you went out to L.A. Yeah, I started. What, what yeah. was the scene like when you started? When I first started, um, a guy that was like a big part of the open mic scene was Eric Baez. Uh, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him. Yeah. He ran a lot of mics. Uh, he ran one at um, uh, what was it? Copper Blues, right next to C- uh, Stand Up Live. Mm-hmm. Um, he also ran one at I forgot where it was. I forgot where it was. But um, he was a big part of it. He kind of got me into it. Um, I didn't really take it too serious when I was you uh, first starting. Yeah, Eric opened up for uh, what's his name, Kyle Kinane. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten a lot of good spots. I got to see Kyle Kinane in Flagstaff a couple months ago. It was amazing. Yeah. Kyle's one of my favorite comics, but, like, he was the first headliner that I saw. Yeah. That was, like, a legit name, and he was above and beyond. What I thought. He was, like, rusty, he said. I was like, this is brilliant. Like, he <laughs> fucking delivered incredibly well. He was hilarious. Like, he, he never started once, and he drank, like, three beers. Like, didn't, like, just absolute composure. Like, a true pro. I was One like, of those- that's an 18-year comic who's world-class and has multiple hour-long specials. That's legit. One of those perfect uh, voices for Comedy Fantastic Central. Fantastic voice, yeah. You see the voice of Comedy Central. Now it's David Gabori, who I think oh, who's is, that? He's, like, a big, fat black guy. Okay. He's like, very, s- he's like very jolly. He's on Comedy hmm. Central a few. Okay. But he's a new voice of the Comedy Central. Okay. He's an LA comic. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't I didn't really uh, take it too serious when I first started in Arizona for the first couple of years. I would just go to like an open mic like every three months yeah. and tell people I was a comedian, you know? That and seems to be a lot of people where like when you start out, it's like dipping your toes in. You do every now and then and it's not consistent. And I think a lot of new comedians like how I was when I was new thought that or think uh, that you don't have to go hit mics all the time to mm-hmm. uh, get good. You just think, I don't need to do this all the time. I can just do this yeah. once a week and then I'll get and then I'll get it down. <laughs> but no, I remember being in L.A. and my friend uh, Kenny Lyon. That's a great name right there. Uh, yeah, very controversial guy in LA. He's banned from uh the comedy store, oh Hollywood my. Improv. What the for fuck? getting naked and on stage oh, and so so he's like Bobby Lee. I think you have to get past at those clubs he's before you like can get Bobby naked. Lee, but more like real. <laughs> like yeah. not real I'm not saying Bobby Lee's fake, but uh Kenny Lyon was doing some more yeah. real shit, more, real more life shit. shit. Okay. Um and he, I remember him telling me that I you know, he's like, No, dude, you need to you need to do open mics all the time yeah. when you first start out. If you want to like get, even when you're five years in, you need to keep doing open. Yeah, it's, it's, or it's, get up, getting it, up. At it's least. necessary, but the amount of mics because I was just talking to Zade about this. Like the amount of mics that you do isn't indicative on how good you get. Because some comics, every scene has this where they're like, I'm on the grind and they're doing 90 open mics a week, yeah. but they're not getting any better. Yeah. So it's like, okay, clearly there's something that's not clicking here. Like yeah. you need to look at your act, write some jokes something like that well that's so where, it's like i always yeah. say like you should do open mics and as many as you can especially when you start out but it's okay with not doing fucking 50 mics a week. taking breaks can, yeah taking is breaks good. is very important for for my mental health mm-hmm. like, like there'll be many times where i would start to hate stand-up and i love stand-up it's something that i enjoy so much comedy mm-hmm. so if i hate it then that means i need to step away from it yeah yeah or else it'll just be a chore like doing laundry and like washing dishes like it's yeah not gonna be something i enjoy doing especially if you're telling the same jokes over, for a while yeah. and you just like and, and you don't have any when am i gonna ideas. stop telling this <laughs> yeah 
Taking that break can help you do a little reset. It's massive. And it reset, it gets you nervous again when you come back, like whenever I take a week or two off. And also, it gets me excited. I'm like, it's like oh, weed. Holy it's shit. like weed. You got to take a break from weed to get high again. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like somebody who smokes. Can weed. I hit this vape in here, by the way? Yeah, absolutely, okay, cool. bro. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. I don't think my fire alarms work anyways. Yeah. My smoke alarms work. That's good. But the scene in LA, um, I think it's always kind of been this way, especially in the open mic scene, um, is uh, a lot rougher, you know, a lot more rough. Yeah. Uh, There's way more competition, right? Oh, yeah. Competition and then just a lot more judgment, a lot less yeah. of a reaction, a lot more crowds at open mics that are all comedians. You, know, oh, you yeah. never catch... You'll you'll rarely members. Yeah, you'll rarely find that in LA. It's just like forty comics deep. It's always the same thing. But then again, you a, a good thing I guess would Do be. Do there more rooms though? Yeah, a lot yeah. more rooms. That's a good thing. And then there's also you know, a lot more areas in Cal in LA or even just California in general that you can go hit up, right? And you can go like let's say you uh, get sick of going to a certain area, you yeah. can get you can completely avoid that area. You know, like I feel like Phoenix doesn't have that. Like it's like every area you go to, oh, it's yeah. going to be Phoenix, the same people. Phoenix is not uh, the, the the clique of comics is much smaller. Yeah, it's like the same as opposed to it's the same thirty comics who every go single to night. who travel to every yeah. single one. And that's why I remember when I started, I'd be like, it was the same comics. So I'd be like, I have to do new material every week. So I'd write a bunch of new jokes every week. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're going to get tired of my old shit. So let me just keep on doing new shit every week. And then they'll pay attention to me. And they didn't give a shit about my material. They're <laughs> like, we still don't care. When do I go up? Yeah, exactly. You know, it was a lot of that. Yeah, like in LA, you could be in Echo Park and you'd be like, I'm tired of Echo Park. And you could be like, oh, I'm going to go to Silver Lake now. Yeah. Or Silver Lake's right next to Echo Park. Yeah, you could say or, Hollywood, you know. Yes. Um, there, there are many different scenes because Andrew, he's one of my good friends. He started out in Orange County. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, all of it is LA, but there are different like clicks within the scenes. And like, yeah. the, Orange County is like, even though it's 45 minutes from LA, it's still like a different. That's a good setup, man. Being li living in, like, being able to live in Orange County and like be out of like the the chaos in LA yeah. and be able to kind of like dip your feet in for a little bit and then get the hell out of there. That's mm -hmm. a great way to live and do comedy in yeah, California. Yeah, he, he was going to school there, though, at Chapman. That's why. Oh, okay. Well, then. Yeah, it wasn't like a, it was, like it, a great It was situation. a dorm situation? Or was it like, does he have family out there? He, he's Yeah, his family is from Southern California, but he was going to Chapman, and then he started stand-up, and then the pandemic happened, and his family moved out here, and mm -hmm. that's why he came out here. Well, I guess it's for the better, you know. Uh, there's, he was yeah, able, able to continue doing comedy during the pandemic. And, and, and get better. And he's gone back <laughs> since then. And he's told me, on he's told on our pod and stuff like that. And off stage that, like, if he had stayed in Orange County, he'd be so much worse right now. Yeah, because And, like, Phoenix helped him get better. But although isn't a... I mean, we have a lot of great comments. We have, you know, Dustin Hadlock. Yeah, we, have, we have a couple of killers out here. Isn't uh, Orange County pretty, like, conservative Republican, though? Like, so I could see them, like, actually still kind of staying open during the pandemic. And I don't know. Uh, no, I, I heard they only had, like, two mics a week, if that. And they okay. were very inconsistent. Yeah. The, and even now still, it's very few mics. Yeah. That's why, like, I remember during the pandemic, a lot of Orange County comics would come out here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like Dietrich and Andrew's friends, and they would come and Spencer Gasper, Gaspar, whatever that guy with the long brown hair, whatever he, uh, mm -hmm. he's a newer guy in Phoenix. He came from Orange County. Okay, a yeah. lot of people coming out there. Yeah, here. yeah, we're getting a lot of them. Because um, our scene, it's like it's weird. Because it's like like we talked about, it's very clicky. Mm -hmm. There's the cool kids, and then the not cool kids, and also it's still very small, which is odd. 
It's and, so and big, it, but yet so it's, small. It's, it's the fifth largest city in America. It should be a bigger scene. It should be like a Chicago yeah. or like a Denver where mm-hmm. they're like grow talent. But well, there we, are different areas you could hit up like Tucson or Flagstaff, but those places are far away. Yeah, and, and they're not as big as here. But like yeah. the biggest problem with Phoenix is they don't grow their talent. There's no showcases. There's yeah. no bookers coming out the open mics. Yeah. And that is really going to hurt the scene mm-hmm. because then how do comics get seen? Progress and all that. Yeah, progress and get seen other than open mics. And yeah. Those are the worst part of comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, you got to uh, out you here. Have to do you got to do it. You got to do it yourself. You got to go after it yourself. Yeah, I mean, put on your own shows. I know you've done that. A lot of other people do that. Mm-hmm. That gets you seen. Other people get on, and then you get on their shows. Like, yeah, you have to create your own opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a really peaceful uh, setting. You got you. You got you know your nice little table. Yep. It's very simple. You have the window right here. You can look out the window. It's yeah. easy Beautiful, to think sunny. when you were looking out in you know the nice yeah. sky and this yeah, is I nice. Like, this I like is it a, here. This is. I mean, I usually record into Zoom, so it's portable, which I love. Yeah, it's battery powered. You can move it anywhere. Um, but I'm used to recording outside. Oh, okay. At like parks and stuff. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because I have a roommate, my brother, and uh, he'll he's you know so like our schedules i can't just have people over all the time yeah recording a pod so i like it's actually nice now where like i get the place to myself a little bit I record a podcast yeah. or two you know it's nice and yeah it's a, I, I like this area because it's very quiet it's very calm absolutely and, and I, I like the natural light in the mornings and i'll open the windows and it just lets a lot of natural light through which is which is cool yeah this and, is awesome and so it's a, it's a very nice setting yeah this yeah. is a headphone yeah, the the headphone jack extender. Oh yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's five of them because I do a group podcast. It's called the Coconut Cucks with yes. my two best friends Andrew and and Oriana and Chris Herb. And I remember one time listening to your guys' podcast, and yeah. I was brought up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And uh, it was <laughs> yeah. it wasn't that bad. It was like it, it was coo- pretty cool. It kind of yeah. made me seem a little uh, cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm the producer, so I edit everything. So yeah. if I keep something on. I'm meant to keeping it on because yeah. if it's if it's a friend of mine's like you or somebody mm-hmm. then or like Chung or something then I know it's it's not mean yeah but if it's someone yeah. I don't like and I keep it on then I really don't give a shit about yeah it. yeah and I'll do that but like with you there's no way I would like talk shit about you like we've talked shit about like Eric Bernal and stuff yeah. like that and like me and Bernal I'm not friends with that guy like I'm not uh, like, if I see him I'm not gonna be like hey buddy like he knows <laughs> yeah he knows <laughs> I, I think he's horrible and that he's just a joke thief you know so oh, like oh jeez so like it, it doesn't matter to me but like you <laughs> Eric Bernal shouts out to Eric Bernal I like you dog here. fuck out of here so but I you, really but, do but book, you, book me there's no way I'm gonna talk shit to you on my podcast release it and then see you and be like hey buddy like no yeah 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 that's Remember you? Uh, we recorded a podcast once that you never released. I don't think we did, and the reason why <laughs> was because I talked so much shit about a specific comic <laughs> club owner uh, by the name of Dave, uh, and Dave is a real <laughs> cool guy. I talked a lot of shit. I was bitter. I was I was a, I was an angry young comic. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know why I wasn't getting any shine. I was killing at that club every week, and I, I felt like Dave specifically had a vendetta against me. By the way he treated me and like how like sometimes my name wouldn't get on the list even though it was supposed to like things like that and and like i i would specifically get bumped but my he's friends hard to wouldn't. read right he's hard to read yeah and i would specifically get bumped and my friends wouldn't and it would really fuck with me mm-hmm. and i just thought dave hated me and so that podcast i talked a lot of shit about dave if you remember <laughs> and then but now and, and, and then i was like all right i'll release in a, in a couple of weeks and then literally like two weeks later, Dave's like, hey, do you want to do a weekend show at Improv Mania? And I was like, oh, shit. I can't release that episode. Yeah. Was, and it, then it kind of, and, 
and it's not you just backing uh, uh, out of what you thought because you are a you were, you weren't being weak or anything or or hypocritical. No. You just um, I it's something the that situation. comedians do learn. They they, yeah. they learn. Oh, I, I was wrong about this I, person. I, absolutely, I was, it I was happens completely wrong. all the time. I was completely wrong about. It. So I was like, I can't. And that's okay. That and out. if Dave like heard this, he. You know, he probably should he, just he, be he, okay with it. Cool with want, it yeah, I, I acknowledge. It's that. understandable. Me and him are cool now. And I have not yeah. been in another weekend show since that night because I bombed. I mean, I even um, thought the same thing. One time I tried to message him and he, I think, I don't know if he read it or not or didn't respond, but I was bitter for a little bit. But then I was like, you know, it's whatever. He's a busy guy. Yeah. And it's, you know, uh, I ended up getting, a, you know, a couple spots there. Because yeah, I thought that I was never going to get booked there again after Ryan stopped kind of putting on yeah. shows there. Because he used to put me on there. He used to be the booker there. Yeah. And then when he stopped, I, that was another thing I was getting in my head, thinking, you know, being a little bitter and jaded and thinking things that weren't really true. And uh, I'm sure Dave gets that a lot, probably. Um, and it's whatever. Um, things are different now <laughs> for the both of us, right? Yeah. I could, I could definitely see it. Like uh, when it comes to, uh, let me see. All right. There we go. Like when it comes to, uh, yeah, like misconstruing a situation. Like I thought for sure that Dave didn't fuck with me and it was because um, he didn't like my genius or something. I don't know. And but, if you think about it, it's kind of us wanting him to li- w- liking, respecting him, right? Yeah. At the end of the day. And, and so. he, has, he has a family. He has a business. Yeah, he has yeah, so yeah. many things going for him that mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, it was, it was just miscommunication. That, yeah, was, that, was, that was the biggest thing yeah. was I miscommunicated the situation. And I learned that um, sometimes things aren't what, what they say. Is Eric Bernal aware of how you feel about him? I'm sure he is. He, I mean, we've talked about in our podcast, are the podcast uh, Covenant Cox a lot. He, I know he listens to it. I don't know if he's listened to those episodes. <laughs> um, he had to have because I've seen him since, and he didn't say hi to me. For sure. So, you know. Well, uh, I got love for all you guys. All right. Fucking <laughs> goddamn slut over here. <laughs> Eric, there definitely are some Eric, people that I'm Eric, not going to mention names. but Eric, you, Eric, put me on your show. You oh, know, please. I, I've definitely got the people that I don't like for sure. Are, are you? And feel, that don't feel, like feel, me. Feel free to say no. Let's not do it. Let's Why not? not? Get into, no, it's just gonna Why cause not? some trouble. No. Oh, okay. I think you already know who those people are. I don't. Please, please say it on my pod. <laughs> no, no, no. They no, won't no. listen to it. No, no. I don't do that. Because you know why? Because I regret it. I regret it. Oh. I, I leave. I drive home, and I'm like, oh, and I can't sleep. Is one of those people me? No, Mother, you no. motherfucker. Absolutely not. If I hated, I you, see where you stand. I would have not even been here. Oh, okay. But um, but, no, I love all but you, you guys. You go to Eric Bernal's I, place. I love. I, I like Eric. Um, he's no, been okay. really cool with me, and I have no issues with Eric. So, but uh, <laughs> we could talk. Let's let's just uh, <laughs> change right, the subject. All right, we'll, we'll change the subject. <laughs> so the scene way different back then. Yeah. Um. In where? In uh, here. Oh yeah, right. yeah. And how do you think it's changed since you've started? Um, a lot more, a lot new, uh, a lot more new comedians. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, you know, people are uh, because a lot of comics that, that were in the scene they faded out, they stopped yeah. doing comedy, yeah. or they're slowly trickling back. And then there's always a new guard. I guess it always start. has kind of been that way, though. Absolutely, yeah. comedy is so, um, you know, people uh, coming and going, and uh, you, you know, you get to know a guy for a while, a couple years, and then. 
whether it's you know two to five years or whatever, you're not going to really see that. At, at some point, you just don't see that person anymore. Yeah. That happens a lot in L.A. too, especially. You mm-hmm. know, of course, it that happens. makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of comics out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you go to the comedy store regularly in L.A., you know, mm. you'll just like you'll notice um, every time you every week you go, you know, you're 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 seeing you know some people fade away and cu- newer people and um, there's always new new blood shuffling in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that and then that just makes you just stay in your lane and just know that you're you're gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're gonna keep grinding, hitting those mics, booking those shows, uh, yeah, yeah, opening yeah. for your local headliners. Yeah, sometimes I fall out of love with stand up and shit, but then I get like uh, I fall right back in love with it. And yeah, and sometimes you 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 hit ruts. Like sometimes I'll go through ruts where I'm not writing anything yeah. that I like. That I'm like, I don't like anything. And sometimes there doesn't even need to be a reason for you to be in that rut. It's just you just are. You, you just, just are, yeah. <laughs> just and like, you just, you have to trudge through it until you get to the yeah, other side. Yeah, you just don't ours. really feel it at the, yeah. that time. Or know? or there'll be ruts where you don't get booked on anything. And that's and when you're I, just doing yeah. shitty open mics. Yeah, and that's and, when I think that you should take event. You should take the break when you start feeling that. Mm-hmm. That's when you should take a break. Because take advantage of you being in that mo- that mode where you don't f- like comedy necessarily, yeah. yeah. And yeah. You're like, all right, well then let me comedy. take a break, and I'll and I'll like I'll want to go back to it again. Yeah, here absolutely. in a couple, th- in a few weeks. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. That that is very it's it's super vital mm-hmm. for for getting better and doing all that. Yeah, um, is taking a break, analyzing your act, seeing if it's good or not. All that. Yeah. Why is your podcast called uh, Judeer's Day Off? Judeer Gal's Day Off. Cause Are you Judeer's G- Judeer Gal's Day Cause, Off? Because it's an homage to Ferris Bueller. My favorite, oh, yeah. My fuck. Why film. didn't I? <laughs> what the fuck? And, and the, in, in my cover, it's me in front of a cartoon, me in front of a red Ferrari. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, now wearing, I get Wearing it. his jacket. And, and, and yeah, it's it's my favorite film. I love it. I and thought it was literally your only day off. <laughs> and um, you're just like. Well, well it's kind of an homage <laughs> to that as well as I fucking hate work. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what would I do my day off? Like, yeah. have some fun. Enjoy. Where do you work? Uh, I do breeds. Oh, yes. Yeah. Same here, yeah. Yeah. And so I usually do it during the weekends mm-hmm. or whenever I have time. You do it a lot, obviously, because you got to make, you know, pay rent and pay bills. Yeah. Like, fortunately, my bills aren't crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't need to make a ton every month yeah. in order to, it's pretty awesome, actually. to survive. And I've kept it that way since I moved here when I was 19. It's like... The less I have to pay for, the less I have to work, yeah. which means I don't have to fucking want to put a gun in my head because yeah. I have to work 50 hours a week just to not be homeless, you know? And that's the case a lot of the time. It's like, it's so hard just to survive. Yeah. But if you keep your expenses low, then you're good to go. I don't understand how anyone who has a car mm-hmm. uh, and works at like a place like Papa John's. Yeah. Any of these shitty places where you walk, you you wake up dreading knowing the fact that you have to go in, right? <laughs> yeah. How the hell jobs you wake does up and anybody like, have a car and one of those jobs and not saying, fuck this, I'm going to start doing Grubhub and Uber Eats and shit like that? I don't understand. How could they... Because they like the, the security of it. Yeah. When, when you have like a desk job and you're coming in and But you're, I'm talking about Papa calls. John's and I'm talking about shitty even, jobs. Even with those, it's like... Yeah. You you have insurance if you sign up. Yeah, for you're it, right. It's yeah. like you work this many hours, you can you're guaranteed to make money because mm-hmm. there's rush hours. Yeah, right, like five to eight or. I guess it's people who don't two. really have anything else going, like a side thing that they're yeah 
it's, like it's, that's it's, why it's, it's perfect it's, for comedians. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect for college students or and it's musicians like musicians or whatever. Yeah, and that's why like a lot of artists tend to do Uber, Uber yeah. Eats, I so I guess DoorDash that, that makes sense. because it's like it's fly by the seat of your pants. It's also more inconsistent because you have to motivate yourself. Whereas if you have a job, even if it's Papa John's, they're like, "Hey, Dustin, you have a shift from five to ten. You can't be like, no, I'm good." But with Uber Eats, you can do that. And if you're one of those people who's like, I know I'm not self-motivated, so I'm going to just get this Papa John's job because yeah, yeah. I know I'm not going to drive enough. You know. Yeah, I guess there's people who literally would have a worse time uh, driving all day. Like, I guess they yeah. would hate that more. I, I personally yeah. don't mind it that And they much. could just check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I don't love it, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually I'll find a different job. I mean, my goal is just to like, eventually I said before, just start my own business, whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't need to make a fuck ton of money. Just I could put the schedule on my own terms, take my own time off, and like pay my bills and expenses, and then still do comedy. Yeah. And hang out with my friends. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. It's the. Uh, it's like it's actually a chill life, you know, just like. Doing it comedy, is. doing it's fun. It's a fun life. Like yeah, I just yeah. got back from Minnesota, and a lot of my friends they have like boring, yeah. regular jobs where they're going to grad school and they hate it. And I'm like, I do open mics all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I have cool comic friends I get to hang out with. I get to do podcasts. Like, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm yeah. not making nearly as much money as any of you guys. Not even close. Yeah. But I'm having so much fun. It almost sometimes it seems like a. Uh, like it's gonna last forever, and you're never gonna die, and you're just gonna keep <laughs> <laughs> keep doing it. <laughs> I'll be the band, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It's yeah. just like you get granted this. Uh, yeah, it really does. This life where you get to just do this. That's that's the thing about the artist life. You're absolutely right. It feels like yeah. it's gonna last forever. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, like five like like uh, how do I say this without sounding rude to us artists yeah there's a lot of uh like irresponsibility and like childlike nature to it you know because it's like a it's like a hang even even musicians like i love talking to musicians because they're very supportive of comics as well because we're all artists yeah and like even them they live a similar lifestyle they're like yeah i'm just chilling you know hanging out doing over here you know perform practice with my band here and it's like there's there's a lot of fun with that yeah it's just a lot of similarities but there is that big difference um where musicians don't have to like uh, perform based off like reaction, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, uh, a laugh. They just yeah, get they to go to up there laugh. and have fun and play. And yep. Even if they mess up, everything is still okay. Everyone's having a great time. <laughs> but if All you right. mess up once. Uh, when you're doing stand-up, yeah. it's like you're the worst comedian of all time. <laughs> it, it, it is the most disrespected, disrespected art form. Yeah, yeah. And I said it recently, like, yeah, I think it's the hardest art form. I mean, yeah. obviously, we, you and I both play music stuff. I think it's the hardest art form, more than music, because you practice in front of strangers. Yeah, yeah. Music, I play the guitar. I, I learn never long by myself. No one's ever seen me play it live. <laughs> yeah. But I can play it well, you know? Yeah. But with my joke, I got to try it at a bar at 10.30 p.m. on a Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to a bunch of asshole college kids who don't even like me. <laughs> and I have to fail over and over, and it's humiliating. Speaking I have of- to fail again. Like a crowd of college kids, have you ever done any of those ASU shows that they have? In the, uh, no, in but, the but I, I would love to. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah. it. I mean, that's part, part of the reason I even started. I think you'd have a lot of fun there for sure. Um, yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't know who runs it now. I don't even know. But part of the reason I even, like, started pushing myself towards doing stand-up again was because, like, I, I I had to write a paper, and it was late, and they were doing Tempe late night at the lower oh, level. Oh, so you went MU. to ASU? Yeah, I went to ASU. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And 
it was they were doing the Tempe late night, and there was a line, and there was like two super hot chicks, like one tall, beautiful blonde, and one short, a Latina, both yeah, of course. insanely beautiful, <laughs> and they were waiting in line to get ASU. a ticket to go see Tempe late night. Yeah, of course, yeah. ASU. But I was like, holy, they they go to comedy shows? Like, yeah. what? What is it? I was like, I gotta, I gotta start stand up. I can't, yeah. can't put this off. And then uh, and they're all really like funny. They're all like uh, the improv teams and sketch teams, like mm-hmm. there. Like, it's like they're funny. Like, I have not been. I although I have seen, I think one or two of those comics do stand up and they're horrible oh yeah well but, uh, i don't know what maybe they maybe the stand-up uh show is like different or whatever no but, uh, not not in the mu i mean at like an open mic oh like, yeah every now and then one of them will come to an open oh mic. how they and, how they hand how they uh and eat absolute do. dicks yeah, and not only will they eat dicks sometimes but they'll forget they're so new they don't understand that open mic etiquette is there is no etiquette so there'll be a table of comics right next to you talking loud as fuck as you're trying to do your jokes and no one can hear you and they'll be like, oh, could you please be quiet? It's like, that's not how stand-up works, bro. Mm-hmm. The comics are the wildest people. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll quiet our conversation. I'm yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Tell some jokes, you know? If you're going to have, if you're going to shut a, the comics up, you have to do something like, hey, uh, can you guys shut the fuck up over there? You know, like you have to be ultra yeah. aggressive, like but in a, in a jokey tone or whatever. Yeah, and, and if they know you, then... You then know. everybody will give a little laugh or whatever. And then exactly. Yeah, like like on Thursday at, uh, <laughs> at Improv Mania. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When you do the, when you do the mic, uh, Dustin has a signature move. He's the only comic I know that has this, and I love it every time, where he, uh, during a set, he will have a mic flip, where if he has a wireless <laughs> mic, he will flip it and have it do a backflip and catch it. <laughs> And do it like a trick, and everyone loves it. I love it. And sometimes I'll do it multiple times in the same set, and it is hilarious. It's so funny. The other night. It's, it's so dusted. You just be like, hey, you guys want to see a magic trick? Hey. <laughs> the other night, I made, I, at the end of my set, I just ended um, with just farting, uh, making fart noises with yeah. my mouth into the mouth. I just kept on going, yeah. like that. and. They didn't. I don't. I remember it. Not, it was kind of awkward, actually. That, that that crowd was was kind of rough. Oh man, the people I in went, the front were annoying. I yes, because like. I, I went first, and I told yeah. you I bombed. I, yeah. I, I, well, I wasn't doing all horrible, but then that I, happens a lot, though. Yeah, and uh, I, the I, first comedian usually at open mics. Well, especially. like my first couple jokes did okay. Mm-hmm. Like they were still like kind of like because the host. I forgot what her name is. Brand, Brandy, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand, Brandy, Brandy, some, something like that. I don't know. But she had a whole joke about the word cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, she said cunt like ninety times. And then you go. And up I there followed and her, say, and I said she said cunt so many times. I thought she was British. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, like something silly yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, cultural. Yeah. And then even then they were like, "Ooh," and I was like, "I, I went not making fun of her." I was like, "No." I was they, like, "I was like, you guys got to loosen up." All yeah, right, this is a comedy they do show. Need to loosen up because that's that wasn't at anybody's expense. It was I noticed a cultural they were like joke. getting all. Every time you would say a certain word, they would just get all awkward. And that's what happened. I mean, I mentioned this in fucking two episodes. They don't pay attention to the rest but of the joke. As soon as I had yeah. a, a joke about Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. about how he fucked a retard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said retard. Yeah, and yeah. That yeah. turned them off completely. Yeah, it's, the joke has worked before, but that turned them off. Where they're like, "No, he said yeah the R exactly. word." And Big, and and, yeah. and I and I had to like try and address it where I was like, you guys like it's just a joke, like like and then I finished the punchline yeah. and they still were like nothing. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then after that they were just like, Fuck this guy and I just bombed. And you know how when you're bombing and you'll acknowledge that you're bombing, you'll be like, I am eating shit. Right yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned that and they were just like 
dead silence, yeah. just staring at me. And I went, went on a bunch of jokes about how bad I'm doing on stage. Yeah. Like, this is, I'm bombing so bad. Right I now. think a lot and, of, And, yeah. like, some of the comics were laughing because, like, I'm acknowledging the bomb, but I've never acknowledged a bomb on stage and the crowd didn't laugh because they're like, yeah. yeah, you are doing bad. That's funny. Yeah. You know, but this crowd was like, fuck him. But he I'm said retard. I really think it was this, the situation of being first because that is what's going on is um, a lot of, the, especially a lot of the newer comedians, mm-hmm. you know, even if, especially if they're sitting in, up front too, yeah. they are just, they're very in their head, not really even thinking about what's happening. They're, they're mm-hmm. thinking about this is okay. The show, the open mic has started mm-hmm. and I am going to be going up pretty like at yeah. some point. And, and most of those people were audience members. That's a crazy thing. Yeah. There's some people that's, there that are that's showing That's what up. shocked me. Cause yeah. if we're comics, understand like JP's, I've had that where it was an open mic and I was a host and it was like, maybe 40 people in the room like it was packed yeah but it was just new comics and they don't know etiquette they don't know oh this is where you laugh yeah you know? yeah and and they're just experiencing everything for the first time but this was these were audience members yeah and a lot of them shuffled in and out and left but i went first like hours before you and these motherfuckers after i said retard they said fuck this guy i'm not laughing at anything he's yeah saying. and it really it really annoyed me because i'm like i know some of these jokes are good i've done them a few times i'm working them out and you guys are choosing to just neglect anything I do up here because you don't like a word. Yeah. And the, the the joke isn't even about retards. Yeah, it's um And and I only use it in that joke. Like, I don't use it in my like everyday vernacular, but the, I use it and like I tried like dancing around it by saying, Oh, mentally handicapped, but it seemed like they didn't understand what I was saying. So I just said retard. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, people do need need to lighten up in a comedy setting. Um yeah. Some audience don't it's, like you. Uh, you got People need to understand intent more, and uh, yes, just, and they have to understand that that is our lab. That's our practice. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And not even that's our practice, but you're gonna hear things you don't agree with. Mark you know? Norman, I see him fucking saying those words all the time, and, yeah. and people think He's it's fantastic. just uh, you know, it's like whatever. You know, he gets a pass. I mean, he doesn't get a pass, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I think to, I think you know. I think an African American man has the. Well, I'm African, but yeah. Or you know, or African man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Imagine if I initially my, said that though. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> my, my ancestors did suffer through slavery. They were they were. If we were on a stage Africa. and I said in front of everybody, imagine if an African man, everybody would be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> no, they wouldn't. I think it would be the. I think the best thing for me to say initially is African American. If, if you said, "Hey, this nigger over here," then they'd be like, "Oh my he." He's racist, <laughs> but, but you like, know what I mean, though, bad. right? I, didn't know I think that was someone racist. of color, at, that's God, that sounds bad too. I a think. person of color should I be think, allowed to say I think, retard. No, no, I just think that they, I think that you guys, uh, you know, have, yeah, I mean, yeah, as could, blunt as uh, straight up as it is, you could push that. Oh, yeah, you got, oh, yeah, I was just messing that's with it. That's a long cord. But, um, but yeah, yeah I mean, you guys kind in, of in anybody. I feel like not even just black people. Any comic mm-hmm. on stage has a freedom. People think that oh, what you say up there, you mean it. But it's like no, you don't. You're trying to be funny. Yeah, you may find something funny there. That's why if a comic goes on stage and tells a joke about killing his girlfriend, and an audience member kills his girlfriend that night, mm-hmm. that comic does not get reprimanded. They do yeah. not go to jail for obvious reasons. Yeah, because it was at a club, and it is not real. Yeah. All right. Same thing with the movie. If I have a movie where I kill my dog, and then some idiot is like, "Let me kill my dog," because Shooter Gow did it in this directorial debut of "Fuck My Dog," you know yeah. that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 
I'm not going to go to jail because that's artistic expression. Yeah, you know? Mar- Marilyn the Manson. The dog could symbolize my childhood or something. Yeah, Marilyn know. Manson didn't shoot up Columbine. Exactly. People <laughs> just hated that his music was fire. Yeah, And yeah. so many young kids loved it because he's yes. a fantastic artist. Yes, yeah. And they're like, I don't like that my kid has great taste in music. Why don't you listen to some gospel music? It's like, yeah. no, your kid is awesome, all right? Yeah. And then they just used him as a scapegoat. And, and he was very intelligent, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And he went on a bunch of interviews and fucking owned people. It was like, no, you yeah, guys yeah. are assholes. Like, my music doesn't say go and kill people. Absolutely. It's the same thing that happened with, you know, Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, the, uh, the, the song Weedus? My Weedus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Australian band. Oh, because they had, uh, he brings a gun to yeah, school. Yeah, that, they had to edit it, that. Yeah. But, but he wrote that song because in a local town, a kid who listened to Iron Maiden, okay. uh, like, shot at the school. Holy brought, shit. Brought That's a gun to school insane. I didn't even and, know and that. shot somebody. And he was in the next town over mm-hmm. and he was the only kid in the school who'd wear Iron Maiden t-shirts. Wow. So they just connected it with him. Yeah, he, that guy even, even is though they found, Even though they found the guy who shot the guy, they're like, oh, you must be a school shooter too because um, you must be crazy because you wear Iron Maiden t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And then he wrote the song Teenage Dirtbag. Wow. That's awesome because, you know, you're finding but out... It, like it, a, but it was the same thing where it's like people are like, oh... Because you're connected with this band or this person, then that means you must be this, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, that could be the same thing if you're just associated with another comic, right? And then um, just by the fact that you're hanging out with them, right? Like Eric Bredol. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Once know? again, he's not love a comic. you, bro. He's not a comic. What am I saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, associated hanging out with people, yeah. I, I I keep on thinking. I wish our scene was more inclusive because we it's it is very welcoming. I have a lot of comic friends. If you go to any open mic, I tell people go to even Charo, go to Improv Mania. Like it's very open. No comic is like get out of here. Yeah, we're all yeah. like come on in. You're a part of our group. You're a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very friendly. It's very inviting. It's very shooting the shit. Yeah, I know? couldn't imagine seeing somebody I don't like walking in there and being like. Oh, look who it is. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, it's just, hey. It, it's, it's, it's welcoming. Whatever. And I get some comics, it's like, there. it is a competitive thing. But it's only competitive if you're looking, because we all want spots. But it's like, there's room for everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. just depends on, on when and where. But yeah, it, it's, it's more competitive here because, again, there's gatekeepers who are like, yes. you know what, this is the clique I like, and they're the ones that are going to get all the spots, unfortunately. It's funny when the gatekeepers are people who have do, been doing comedy uh, less than you, <laughs> less, yeah. less years than you. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> doesn't that, make that any does sense. happen. Well, uh, yeah, it does happen. Gatekeepers yeah. can, can get that, uh, yeah. that power. Yeah. The ring of power. Yeah. You know. When it's just really just some power in Arizona and you don't really have any power anywhere else. It really is, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Either, I, I don't have it. But any. don't worry, when I get in that gate, I'll let a lot of people in. Hell yeah. I, I, I feel like that's what I'm doing right now or that's what I have been doing. I've been, yeah, I mean, Noah shows, Flores, uh, I saw him at a Tempe Tavern, had mm-hmm. a good conversation with him. I yeah. just said, hey man, do you want to spot uh, you on, went, at Moreland House? You, you, you went back to Tavern? Um, yeah, I'm actually. I haven't been back in forever. I honestly cool. am growing to like Tempe Tavern. Okay. If I go up late at Tempe Tavern, I have a really enjoyable time, like with barely mm-hmm. anybody in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I think that maybe at Tempe Probably Tavern, less pressure. You just yeah, you need to. I feel like matching the energy there is the way to do it. The, the if there's de- despair in the in the room, then you should be going up at the end when there's despair. Because <laughs> so you can match the the rest of the room. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And even then, you know, at four, three or four comedians there, it's a really fun time because they 
they focus more at, towards the end because they're like, oh, okay, we can kind of relax now. Everybody's gone. And yeah, that is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been having a good time there lately, and just it's just been you don't have to wait a long time to get up there. Like you just go. Yeah, the list of, is very short. I think every time I've ever gone there, I've always I've never had to wait a long time. That's the one of the things I like about it too, and uh, just that pillar. That thing's that's the thing that's going to always ruin it. Is like that pillar that's in the mm-hmm. thing that blocks or the pillar that blocks everybody. Yeah. yeah. But then again, it's not a comedy venue. It's meant for music. Yeah, and then the bar is another thing. They don't yeah. ever. They don't ever pay attention, or they—they they never want to. They They're there to it. drink their sorrows away. They're yeah. not there to listen to me try out my jokes. Yes, yes. You know that is the tough thing. But yeah, tavern. I remember last time I went to tavern was a few weeks ago, and I went there to—I uh, I went there to to eat a chicken sandwich. I like their chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's called the Strip Club. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's such a funny sentence. I went there to eat a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Their chicken sandwich is fantastic. It's called the the Strip Club. Okay. It has uh, uh, provolone cheese. Damn. Um, like chicken breast, like fried chicken breast, two slices of toast, and bacon. And it is, and lettuce and mayonnaise. And it's delicioso. You want to know who I think has the best chicken sandwich of what? all time? Outback Steakhouse. And it's a steakhouse, been, but yeah. they have literally the best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. When I, have I to ate go it, check it out I like it was I was I never do that thing where you go, Oh my god, you know, like <laughs> where you I orgasm seriously you, you orgasm I almost over the seriously food. did. Like it was so fucking good. You, <laughs> you can't help you're but about go, to jizz all over that dude, chicken sandwich. I was with my mom and my grandma, uh, so uh, uh, turn away, mom, grandma. <laughs> this chicken is too. I'm sorry. God damn. This has happened uh, before when you walk into my room. Uh, sorry, this is the 19th time you caught me <laughs> jerking it. I right didn't mean now. for it to happen at Outback. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, hey, if you're listening, go to get that chicken sandwich. <laughs> go get that chicken sandwich and make sure you whip that dick out. <laughs> but no, I mean. What is it about like chicken sandwiches that everybody? We always like. They're oh, delicious. You, you ever had that chicken sandwich? They're delicious. That's <laughs> they why are. They they're are. universally. And loved. if they're spicy, we're just like we yes. love it even more. Chicken sandwiches are the one food that, that they're, not, they're not like olives. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Or strawberries. Some people aren't into those. Chicken even vegans. Everybody. Like, in <laughs> even vegans, vegans talk about yeah. their favorite chicken. Yeah, sandwich. they'll fucking sneak in the chicken sandwich when they no go, one's looking. Yeah. Like, they. Yeah. All right. Let me take just one bite, and, <laughs> and then they'll eat the whole thing. They'll be like, "What did I do? What did I do?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's what okay. is it about? You know, it's like we love waiting in line. We love waiting in line for a new, a new, uh, a new. Yeah. Or item. Sh- or shit that's popular. I remember my brother wanted. He had a couple friends that visited from uh, Nebraska, and he's like, "Yeah, let's go to Breakfast Bitch, which oh, is God, which yeah. is a restaurant. It's only breakfast." Uh, in Roosevelt and Phoenix, downtown Phoenix. Yeah. And the line was so insane. And then also there were no tables around. They were like, yeah, it's going to be like a two-hour wait. We're like, we're good. Yeah. And then we went to Golden Margarita, and we ate breakfast food, and it was horrible. It was one of the worst meals. At nighttime? Meals. This is the morning. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, one yeah. Of the, one of the, it was like like 11.30 or 12. Yeah. One of the worst meals I've ever had. And then we went to Joe Bot afterwards and hung out at Joe Bot. Yeah. And then we went to the Churchill. That's a great spot, too. The Churchill, we should do some kind of, like, fucking. Oh, like a show a or open spot mic? for a show. Yeah, or I should just do, like, I went there once. like, a monthly show or something. That'd be fantastic. You know Cowtown Skateboards? Like, a Friday show at the Churchill would be great. Like, a Friday book show? Yeah. Zade actually works at Cowtown mm-hmm. uh, Skateboards. Skate park, yeah. Or, or the, a skate, uh, skate store, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, 
And Cowtown did an event at the Churchill where they put a big uh, mini oh, ramp I saw in that. the middle of church. I the saw Churchill. that. You were there, yeah, because I saw that, I saw that on Dude, your story. It was they had a legit like, so like half pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I went on I got I went on the mini ramp for like a second, but then I was like, man, everybody's crushing. Even little kids were crushing it. So I was just like, I'm Absolute gonna get off this thing. On that. You're like, but no, I'll pass. Putting but putting on a show there, I think would be fucking fantastic. It's a fantastic venue. Like it's popular. It's already in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. And Churchill is fantastic. Um, but yeah, waiting in line for food and and like it's weird because we've all been kind of tricked where it's like, hey, it's a it's a great restaurant. There's always a forty five minute wait. We're like, well, it must be good. If people are waiting that long. It's yeah. Like, okay. Well, yeah. it might not be, and they might just be waiting because I feel like this has been really here. good. Um, I wanted to make sure. Do you always make sure you're recording still? Yeah, it's recording. Okay, good. We're we're yeah, we're on a roll. Check. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, it does suck when it when it cuts off. This Zoom, every now and then, we'll do something dumb like that. We'll we're recording a podcast, and then it'll just cut off like ten minutes in, and we don't realize it because we can still hear ourselves. Oh, okay. But you have to check to see if it's recording. Yeah. And then we'll be like, "Oh fuck, it hasn't been recorded." How for do like you 10 know it's minutes. still recording? Because uh, there's over there's, there you can see that red, thing. Okay, there's yeah. A screen. There's and a there's a time red, and all that timer. So okay. Yeah. As Man, that as, is cool. As long as I can see that, it, it goes. I mean, hmm. Yeah, it's super easy. It, it's a great recorder. A lot of people use it for podcasts, yeah. broadcasting, uh, all kinds of things. It's super easy. You just plug, play, choose your levels, and then afterwards, you just clean it up. It doesn't take that long to edit Yeah, uh, and make sure it sounds good, and then you're pretty much good to go. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm at a point now. I mean, how old are you now? I'm about to be 33. I'm at 33. Young and just, yeah. just, just, just a little pup like me. Yeah. Um, no, I, I turned 28 um, like two weeks ago. And, oh, nice. And like as I get older, I just want less and less of a conventional boring-ass life where you like, uh, time to get up again, go to work, I say hi to the wife, uh, junior, I gotta, I gotta, gotta go, have fun in school, you know, yeah. like, as I'm, because now my friends are getting married, and a lot of them just had kids, and it's like, dude, we're 28, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want that right now at all, are you kidding me, and I feel like a lot of guys are, I'm still working on my, I'm still working on my tight 10, 15 right now, I'm, I'm trying, trying, trying to, trying to get this act together, bro, I'm trying to be a killer, and you're trying to get late, late in the beginning, too, and uh, all no, you really, that, all you really cared about is kind of like getting laid a little bit. That has not been the case because I started during the year of the pandemic. And oh no, no I'm talking about when your date would just like a normal life when you're when you have a wife or kids. Like you started when you first met her, you really just liked kind of like having the sexual relationship, and then when you when yeah, you're married, yeah, it, it guys, fades yeah. away, right? But yeah. yeah, because it's it's less fun. Now it's more responsibilities. You're both old. You're tired. Like yeah. all those things go into yeah. It, it, it becomes work. I, mean, yeah, I don't only she, care about getting laid she, she, in the beginning she, of a relationship. Yeah, but they basically become your roommate. Yeah, yeah. That's why whenever you see like a guy who's like single in his thirties, or he just starts dating, and he has like a little money, he's always happy. Yeah, yeah. He's never like, oh, my life sucks. I make ninety grand a year, and I'm dating a twenty-four year old. He's never like, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like life is great. He waited a little longer, and now he's he's living his truth. You know. Yeah. There's yeah. something fantastic about it, but yeah, as I get older, I'm like, I don't, I don't need to do all that right now. Yeah, I, I'm focusing on comedy and, and it's going well. I love comedy. It's 
still one of my favorite things. I would like to do more, like, I like to play music more. I don't play, I play a lot at home, mm-hmm. but I like to play, like, live more. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, I, I meet musicians at some open mics like, mm-hmm. that are fans or have friends that are comics, and that's always cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're try. You're saying you're trying to possibly get into a band or something like that, or or um, like possibly eventually, or just like a jam session. Okay, because yeah, yeah. a band it's gonna take too much time. Like yeah. I'm really focused on my stand up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like doing enough mics and writing every week and working on my material because, like I said, I'm building. I'm. I think I have ten. We'll see mm-hmm. th- this next month. I think I'm booked on like two shows or something. So I'll see. If I if my ten is as tight as I think it is, okay. so that I could build on that and, and do fifteen and then start working on another five. Yeah, yeah. Because the because because the more I I'm, I'm in the scene, the more I realize that a lot of the comics they're not better than me. They just have more time than me because they have more time in the game. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if you have a solid ten fifteen and I have a solid ten fifteen, I'll bet all the money that mine's is going to be way better. Yeah, but yeah. I have to build towards that. I can't fuck around. Yeah, you know, because it's very easy for me to say I'm better than you. I need to show you how much better I am than you. Yes, exactly. And, and that's very important. But yeah, comedy. It's like a needy child. It takes so much of your and time. Isn't that great? You're always, a, yeah, a great feeling when you do crush and the person that was doubting you or hating oh, absolutely, is in the crowd and you walk by and you're like, yeah, you <laughs> see that? <laughs> you're like, you enjoy that, bitch. <laughs> Or like uh, sometimes those people will go up to you afterwards and they'll give you a fist bump and they'll be like, good man, good job, man. Yeah. And then you'd be like, whoa, that, I never thought that person would ever say that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that, that does not yeah. happen. A- anybody who I respect in comedy has told me I'm funny or they like that. Yeah. Anybody who I don't respect and doesn't respect me uh, will not say Just that. avoids you or something. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or it'll be like condescending. Like I remember I did JP's comedy club, shout out to JP. Yeah. And, um, I, I did the the comic competition. I made it to the second round. I made it to semis. And I did the best out of everybody. I yeah. absolutely crushed. Zaid couldn't confirm he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even make it to the next round. And I remember two comics who did. Me, me and me and them don't really vibe very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And they both afterwards were like, you did great. And I was like, I did the same set in the first round. And I did great there. You didn't say shit. You actually, actually, actually looked over at you, and you were shaking your head when I was doing my joke about pornography. So yeah. clearly, it didn't seem like you liked it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and the way they say it is like, oh yeah, you, you did great, almost in like a snide way, even though they already got passed. Yeah, even and if so, they're trying to like make it sound sincere, it still yeah, sounds. It's a, you, yeah, you you know it's not. It's mm-hmm. like fuck out of here. You Where you, it's you singled from. me yeah. out and said I did great, even though I didn't make it to the next round. Fuck out. Yeah, here. the true yeah. heart behind it or whatever. Yeah, I, I I can tell. It's it's like uh it's like backhanded. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. But whatever, I'm still better than them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they know it, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, comedy. I I I I think what I'm going to do cuz I have a YouTube channel is I'm just going to record more covers with my guitar, and my acoustic. Nice. And then just fill my music outlet that way and may, maybe jam with some friends every now and then like I've jammed with Chris Herb and his friend Michael who has a bass and so I think that's what I'll do more of I recorded a uh, acoustic cover oh okay of uh, of um, you know you don't you don't have to play it you can I just, won't you can just put it I won't play it you know put it put it, I, I'll put a link to it on that I don't episode. have it up anywhere it's just in my voice memos 
Okay. We won't play yeah. it because this is a conversation we're having. Yeah. Remember that one time? Last, we were, <laughs> last time we recorded, you did that. You you played something and then you started singing mid podcast. I'm like, what is going on, bro? This is a, a regular talk podcast. Yeah. And you're full blown singing a song I don't know. I actually am planning on recording a cover, a acoustic cover album. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like EP, original like five songs? songs. Well, all like I'm, I wanted to. Um, Cover no cover songs acoustically, like Eve Six. Uh, Ooh, which Eve Six song? Uh, just uh, Inside Out. Just great song. Yeah, yeah, and then also I wanted to do Hearts, uh, Heart al- uh, Alone, and then I wanted to do some other things. Um, but yeah, I mean that. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That is fun stuff. Acoustic cover EP, and then you could perform it live too. Yeah, yeah, I, I eventually want to do know, it. If, if you uh, taking a break, November and. Uh, December. Mm-hmm. The only thing in November and December is I'm doing one Moreland House show. Oh, okay. And that's the only thing I'm doing. That, that is always a smart thing. I, I know a comic, what was her name? Aisha Tyler. She, she doesn't do comedy anymore, but I, I really liked her. She's like one of those like OG black nerds. Oh, yeah. Aisha Tyler. Yeah. She hosted uh, uh, Who's Lines Anyways for yep. a little while. And she yeah. was on uh, Archer. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Voice, voice. Voice. voice Alana. Yeah. And she's like one of those OG black nerd comics. Like, she was a black nerd before it was cool. Yeah. And, like, she talks about how, like, every year when she's doing stand up, she would take the whole month of December off. Yeah. And I was, I've always, even before I started stand up, I, I was like, oh, that seems like a good idea. Then I started doing stand-up, and I was like, yeah, that is a great idea. I would love to do that, but we'll see. I'm just so obsessed with building my act and getting it tighter right now that by the end of the year, because we all have goals every year. Like My goal this year was to write 10 minutes, yeah. 10 good minutes, and I, I, I'm probably halfway there. Yeah. Maybe a little more, and so I, I, I want to finish that goal if I can. Yeah. But it um, takes a lot of work, because I do a lot of one-liners, and my jokes are 10 to 30 seconds long. So yeah. you can imagine how many jokes you have to stack for a five-minute set. Yeah, I think it could make sense and it would be understandable set. for you to finish the year off, keep, keep going till the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, I have to, I have to write a lot more just to fill five minutes than yeah. if somebody has a four-minute story, you know. But eventually you'll get to the point where you can do you can take uh, you can take those couple months off or something at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, I, uh, I think so too. Maybe right now is a time where you need to be keep pushing all year long, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I, we'll see where I'm at in December. I I usually, I mean, last year was my first year. But, December is kind of hard to but, do shit, anyways, because it's yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't but do shit. I noticed last year I wrote my best shit from September to December. Yeah, like okay. I wrote an, an incredible five minutes. Like, yeah, like I still use most of those jokes today. Well, then yeah, you can't let that and go so to waste. And so I still think about that where I'm like, and I wrote a ton that whole year, but the last things just started flowing and just moving. I really figured out my writing style and really my voice cemented in September of last year. So then I just started writing in my voice. Yeah, I think that's why I wrote my best shit. Yeah, and so I'm I'm hoping hopefully this year I can write some some really great shit later this year. Yeah. Um, because everyone's written some good stuff now, but the hardest thing is testing it out and seeing if it is a good 10 minutes because you're at open mics all the time. And one, you're not doing 10-minute spots, and it's some of the worst audiences and worst comics who don't care about it, yeah. or maybe they've heard it before. So that's why book shows come in handy and like performing at clubs because you perform in front of real people and you can see how tight these jokes are yeah. and what you need to tweak and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's the perfect place to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I'm looking forward to that acoustic cover album. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been sure thinking about doing that for sure. Um, I think that's 
November and December is probably so when support I support local musicians. Huh? We'll record that because I'm going to just stay at home and spend time with my family or whatever and just. Uh, yeah, and, and like rejuvenate. Like yeah, that's, yeah. That's a nice thing is like visiting friends and family. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a vacation. It's like, yeah. ah. And then you come back like in a better mental state. Cause come I've up noticed with m- no more ideas if you just st- stop and focus on your life and ex- mm-hmm. take, get some life experience and you don't, um, you don't uh, keep doing the same jokes, you know? Cause yeah. Cover more life experience. You appreciate comedy more. Because the reason why, if you if you do go, if you do keep hitting the mics and don't take that break, then that means you won't, uh, you you won't have time to go live that life experience to gain those new ideas. You're just you're spending all your time going to open mics. So like yeah. you're just writing, but what are you writing about? Mm-hmm. You're writing about when you're writing about things that are happening to you at open mics. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like when comics have a bunch of airport bits. Yeah, yeah it only to, works for people figure, for comedians who do that. Yeah, you who, have to you have to figure it out. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely very hard. Like I find like I'm 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 reaching a point now where I'm like I hang out open mics for hours. A lot of us do. Yeah, and I'm realizing it's like I spend so much. I could be more productive. Yeah, like I did my spot. Why am I here for another two hours? I performed already. Yeah. Go write a movie, bitch. Go yeah. like I don't listen to an album you haven't listened to in a while and enjoy it. Like but like there are other things you could do and if you want to hang out outside of open mics, I'm open to anyone. Or at least out. just go home and relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, go home and relax. Yeah. <laughs> don't stick around and hang out at the open mic. You, yeah. you, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, that's that's where I'm coming to terms to now. It's like where it's like I don't think I'm gonna hang out open mics as the, the way I used to because it's just spending hours and hours. I, I don't even watch the people, you know. Yeah. I just hang out with my friends. But it's like we do that on the weekends, so it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to spend four hours open mic. I need to be more productive with my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm excited to. Uh, I had I've I've had you on a a couple shows like uh, or a few like yeah, I think fast in a row. One. Yeah, fast so one, like fast I, one. I, I, this one I'm, I, I took a break from mm-hmm. like a lot of people like you and, uh, yeah. like Emilio, I was putting a, on a lot. Yeah. Uh, Emilio put on all of them. Yeah. Like a lot of good, those guys I was putting on a lot and consistent like in a row. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to put some people I don't ever put on this yeah. time on the 25th. Yeah, you should. But, mix um, it up. Mix it up. after that, I mean, I'm going to... Uh, Is it 25th at the, at the Moreland House? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then maybe sometime, I think in January is when I'm going to start... Uh, I don't know what's, what the future of uh, Moreland House is because mm-hmm. I don't live there anymore. Yeah. Um, I moved out of the house, so... Yeah, I'm, who knows? Maybe there will be one in January. If not, I'm going to just start trying to find places to do shows at. Um, yeah, that's good. Which is pretty easy, it seems, these days. Yeah, a lot of places are looking for for... To bring people in. And Ab- so absolutely. open mics, like music, open mics, and comedy, they're like, please, we need more business. Yeah. yeah. Come on over and, and, and really help us out. Yeah. Or at least one every once in a while. This yeah. is what I'm doing at Gracie's October Gracie's 16th. Tax bar, yeah. Is going, um, you know, he wanted me to, you know, the guy I'm working on the show with, he wanted me to kind of gather some comedians that were like, that, you know, had can bring a lot of people. Ah, and also that just and also those people are really funny and talented um but i just know that it's going to be a successful show with all the people on the on the line especially like jared like jared um all of the jared all of them jared eric jared. lola he is he's one of the best guys he's yeah. such a sweetheart so friendly so inviting no no ego 
and just the coolest dude. So shout out, shout out to Jared. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to have Jared on on my podcast too. I, I gotta. I, ask yeah, he'll him. do it. He'll he'll do it for sure. He's a he's a fantastic guy. But yeah, uh, and, and yeah, you have a bunch of killers on there. Yeah, they they crush. So um, it's going to be a good time. Um, but like, if I can do something again there, you know, you uh, are one of the people I would definitely like, have on there. Yeah, absolutely. I tr- I've I mean, always I've, tried. I've, I've done. Yeah, you you have. You've done a great job. You've you put me on uh, almost all of your shows. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and that's very nice of you. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know? So yeah, Tristan, I, I always I try to get him it. on too. Tristan's a killer. Yeah, but he, you know, is busy. It's, it's hard to get a him. hold of. It's, it's probably harder for him because he's yeah he has work and yeah he's booked on a ton of shows. He's he's a hot boy. He's in an scene. interesting position, right? Because he's yeah. like still working at like what like Trader Joe's like a normal job, right? And then, mm-hmm. st- and then also at the same time, so busy doing a lot of comedy shit, right? So like, yeah. it's such a hard position for him. Not me being, I'm not trying to be like a, you know, a dick or anything, but I'm no, just saying, not. like he, it's probably hard because it's like, man, I, come on, I'm still working at Trader Joe's. Like I need, like wh- I'm getting all this fucking shit and. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make that fucking. I'm sure it will. I mean, it's going to happen any moment, right? I mean, the what? Tristan just kind of. He has to move. To L.A. Wherever or just he wants. Somewhere that, wherever he wants. L.A., New York, wherever. Yeah. But he can't stay. He's been here for six years. Over yeah. six years, he can't. Like you, you, you can't grow here. Yeah. You have to move somewhere else to make it. Chappelle Lacey moved to L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Longfellow, Jesse what did he Johnson. do? He moved to L.A. Jesse Johnson. Even even um, even um, Charles Engel, he moved to New York. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to leave. Yeah. Like, unfortunately. And that's how. Or else you'll just be another person yeah. here who's getting booked, doing things, but you're not making a career. You still have a day job. Yeah, because even if things or are shut down in L.A. you're not getting road work, you know, yeah. too. Even if L.A. isn't the same thing as it was it's like kind of shut down a little bit still. Yeah. Not really. I guess you just, it's just different. You have to have, you know, show your vax or whatever to get in or whatever, but like, there's, there's still a lot of opportunity. There's, there's still, still more. Opportunity. Everything is still located in LA. Like the, yes. if you want to like, cause to me, it seems like the big step is either getting a, a movie role or starring in a movie or mm-hmm. a big role. Um, or at least just getting into a movie where you're just like a cash register, like yeah. just something. Or, or I mean, getting uh, cash. Or getting a writing job. Here, at, at like a comedy show, like uh, that one guy. What's his name? Brian. I forgot what his name was. He was Brian Callen. No. Wait, what am I thinking? No, he he came to Improv Mania a couple of weeks ago. He's one of the writers for David Spade's form old show. I think the oh, new okay. one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the lights out, David Spade, and he also writes for the Netflix one. Okay. But that's a goal for a lot of comics. Like I do comedy, and then I get picked up for a writing job. Now yeah. I'm making six figures writing jokes. Yeah. See, those jobs aren't out here in Arizona. They're not. Yeah. So exactly. that's the real, real truth and reality about it is that. You know, I'm doing the. I'm trying to do the really hard, difficult thing of building everything from the ground up. Yeah. And uh, like, you know, I just did this sketch. You know, I just came over here after I, we finished that sketch. I was. How was it? It was. It went pretty. It went really smoothly. I saw uh, a few of the photos. It looked, it looked like a cool venue. Like there were. Yeah, it was a legit lights studio. And like an actual production and everything. Yeah, and I kind of. Not to sound douchey or anything, but I kind of did start. F- I, I have that feeling of being a producer, director. Yeah, like I was like really got your first making taste. all of the decisions. Got like, your, and got your first taste. Of yeah, that, I see. and they were all and everybody who was on the sketch was fucking amazing, and they they uh, 
they didn't uh, react to me being like that. Like, oh God, Dustin, give me a break. You're gonna, yeah, they, they were just like, oh yeah, let this let this guy do what he's trying to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and that's all very important. Yeah. Are you thinking about possibly going back to LA? No, like I, I uh, not anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, uh, only just visiting. Never, mo- uh, I will not. Uh, as long as they are kind of in the, uh, just where they're I mean, at, you, where they're you, at. Have you ever thought about moving to like a different scene? And then uh, like since, since you came back during the pandemic? Like. Like Denver or Chicago oh, or like, Austin yeah. or Miami? No, I. Um, anything like that? No, I think that uh, I, I, I am loving it out here. And um, I think that it, it moving back to Arizona was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And um just I think that I'm really starting to do what I always wanted to do, which is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, create things with people. We're doing I'm doing sketches now. And yeah, like, the first one you did, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, uh, MC yeah, Manchester. MC Manchester. Fantastic. <laughs> it's a great sketch. Yeah. Uh, my co-host Chris Herb's on that. He plays a reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I I absolutely loved it, especially the ending. I'm yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. You guys should go listen to it. But the ending is fantastic. <laughs> uh, MC gets a phone call, and it is, it is great. Uh, it was it was very fitting. Thank to, you to the ending. It was like a clear cut story, and then at the end, um, you you, you drop that as the ending, and it was and it also opens up for more sketches. It was fantastic. Yeah, and uh, the it, it, it was a solid sketch. You guys should do more of that and other sketches as well. Yeah, the one we did today was, uh, you know, is like a '50s music style uh, sketch. It was a so pit- no blacks allowed. Uh, to be honest, there was no blacks. <laughs> there was no keeping it historical. Well, you guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's sticking with it. All right. Yeah. No <laughs> blacks allowed. God damn it! The well, way God intended. The unfortunate truth is that that was well, that was kind of true, right? Uh, schools, Dustin really is racist. Schools you were. <laughs> No, but kidding. I t- I don't agree with that. I'm no kidding. But um, he has to say that, so I bring him back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just to make it look, you know, um, authentic. You know, <laughs> that's the word I could use. Wouldn't that be funny if you yeah. asked to come back on, and I was like, I don't allow racism <laughs> on my podcast. Uh, our views do not align. It's like um, what you were talking about earlier. We're acting, or no, like, oh no, I was talking about this about about this with somebody else earlier. Mm-hmm. But uh, like. You could be totally acting cool with me right now, like the podcast was fun, and we and we're like, all right, oh, cool, yeah. man. And then later on, I see you, I see you again. They're like, I'm not going to talk to Dustin, that yeah. racist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody in our scene, you guys. Dustin Hadlock is yeah. a racist, <laughs> and um, he thinks white people are the superior race, and he's not cool with anybody. I at feel all. like that's what's happening a lot, not just uh, calling people racist or me in racist. your home. You think <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what's cop- happening to me when I when I drive and I roll my window down. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Just that joking. does not make sense. <laughs> Road rage? I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I heard all about your road rage on uh, po- the podcast of Destiny when you did the Tristan and Andrew episode. Oh, when, oh when you, my God! When, when that's you, you what go, I got a gun, but you don't have a gun. The worst yeah. Trump card ever. That's a that's uh, the a, the part of that episode that I really wish I like kind of. That was hilarious. Wish I would have edited out, but I know that it would. have. Hey, like, Tristan kinda, forgot he told you guys the old man story of Trader Joe's. Yeah, oh. he literally tried retelling it during that forty-five minute episode, and oh. you guys were like, "You already told us that story." And you go, Tristan goes, 
Wait, like... Oh, he like, didn't tell it, and we said that he already told no, it? No, he told it earlier in that episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he tried retelling it like 30 minutes later, oh, and yeah. you guys were like, you already told us that. And he's like, yeah. like, no, I didn't. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, on this pod? You're like, yes, <laughs> on this podcast 30 minutes ago. Like, that's how bad it is. I'm pretty sure was. he was pretty. He was very high. Yes, he was, but it was hilarious, him yeah. realizing. Yeah. He tried rehashing a story in the same <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I was I just feel like that right. happens a lot though in the comedy scene where like you know you will you think that you just had a good conversation with someone and you thought everything was cool and then you find out later you know like that they uh are just talking shit or whatever and it's what Yeah, that will happen you but just have just, to, Yeah, you have to take the punches and you have deal, to realize that, deal with it. that 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 that's on that person, you know. Yeah. It's like whatever. Yeah, I mean, what am I going to do? You can only focus on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I've been getting better and better at that. Like even yeah, that's good. Especially on stage, I used to get when people would. Oh like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, when things I, wouldn't I, go I, well. I was there some of those times where where mad. a crowd member would say something and you'd yeah. uh, uh, fucking verbally uh, yeah. rape them. Yeah. And <laughs> in front of all of us. Yeah. They're like, all right, Dustin. I've had some. Uh, yeah, I'm getting better at. I'm really getting yeah. really good at it though. Just. Uh, ignoring the stuff you witness while you're while you're doing your set you the things that you notice that are happening in the crowd like whether it's you know comedians whispering in their ears i i i fucking hate that oh they do all the time i i don't mind that comedians you know I, that I just hate it when comedians negative. talk and sometimes it's my it's more, more than likely it's my friends who talk because other comics will, will like listen to me or maybe they want to see what, what i'm doing this week but oh, sometimes it'll be my friends who talk and that annoys me or especially maybe, yeah. especially if i'm like Early on the list, like super early, or if I do take the bullet spot, I don't always see it as a bullet though. But if yeah. I do take the bullet spot and like there are silences and I'll see my friends like outwardly like heckling me, yeah. they fucking. Or maybe they me. just have seen your set, they've seen our sets or whatever, so no, they just feel the need to go just to they're just to talk about something else because they. I, th- I, I think it's it's, it's they, both of them. I think it's, it's they're just in a silly mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you have your friends around, you're at a mic for four hours. You already have a beer in you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say some wild shit. Yeah. But it derails my set and it mm-hmm. fucking catch it it it. it it derails my thought process. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to get these jokes out. I'm yeah. fucking the bullet spot right now. Let me fucking. It can get fuck these you up out. for sure. It can like yeah. uh, make you almost like fuck <clears throat> up. Like like. Especially when they keep on doing it, which has happened a few times before. <laughs> where like where like uh, your friend or two friends will fucking keep heckling you. Yeah. Like reacting to your jokes yeah. and, and and as if they're helping you, but they're not. Now I have to acknowledge your heckle and then go back to my bit. It's fucking. It's rough. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes you just have to ignore people. Yeah. Devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm going there tomorrow. I haven't been back in uh, two weeks because I was in Minnesota for a week, so that's going to be... There's a lot of reasons why I just don't go there anymore. There's going to be very interesting. Well, lately, it's just fucking... It's just mostly comics. I can't handle the smoke. It's like like being in a fucking uh, ashtray out there. Yeah. And then... And and it's outside too. How the hell? <laughs> it's just because everybody at this—they're all smoking at the tables and shit. And it's like, I, can you guys go somewhere else to smoke a cigarette? But there's also it, there's all the things that happen there. There's people who heckle a lot there. Yes. And people, um, I don't know. I could probably go back pretty soon. I. It's just Fish. I remember just me and him. I mean, now I think you should just make it up with them because now it's like. Fish is still very cool, but mm-hmm. Dustin Rounds, I don't even see him really all that much anymore. Yeah. Um, and 
and it's mostly just comics, and they're usually just chill there. Like it's yeah. not, like audience members. I don't even know they'll they'll come out. Hopefully they do, but lately the past couple of weeks I've gone, mm-hmm. it's just us comics. Well, and one so, time I, I mean a few weeks ago or something like that, mm-hmm. or a couple weeks ago, I saw stories and there was like so many people there. Was that like a few weeks ago? Were it you, probably was, but I, I, heard, you, I heard it was one of those nights where there's a lot of people when nobody's paying attention. Oh, that, it's the bittersweet situation. That, that's happened before. Yeah, I remember one time I went to Devils, and it was packed, and so many like college kids. And I That's was like, the case there And I was like, this is going to be the so best awesome. night ever. Yeah. I'm going to fucking destroy in front of these yeah. people. Yeah. And then I go up, and I, no one's paying attention. I eat shit for five minutes, yeah. and I want to die in a hole. That's Yeah, it's uh, it's nothing that, you, uh, that we should be getting, I guess – mad about but it is a reason to be like uh i don't really want to go here for a while or that's that's, i've had i've gotten into some a bunch of altercations but 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 a lot of mics suck like that yeah like tavern like like some of my friends want me to go back to tavern and it's like that's all but abandoned by most of the comics i know that i'm friends with because it's just i i always because because uh, Jerry Seinfeld said in a podcast once, he has a great wealth of knowledge. He's been doing stand-up 45 years. He said stand-ups, like they said, advice for young, for young stand-ups. He said you should take care of yourself. Like yeah. meditate, like eat healthy or take a break, like all that stuff. And he was yeah. absolutely right because you need to be in the right headspace. Yeah. And sometimes after doing Tavern, I want to kill myself. I <laughs> do not want to do stand-up. I don't want to look at a stand-up. I want to, want to watch a clip. And after I do Tavern, I literally want to quit for like a month, take a month off. Because yeah. the experience was so bad. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I'll stay away from it. Because I'm like, whatever keeps me doing stand-up, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, so if taking a break is what does it, then I will do that. If it stop going to a certain mic that mm-hmm. makes me feel really bad mm-hmm. when I finish, then I'll stop going to that mic. Yeah. You know? So it, it, that's really, it's really for me. It's a good way of going about it. Yeah, it's, it's much more healthy because I love stand-up. I want to be a professional one day, a headliner. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I just go for the get as much stay time as possible, I'm going to burn out. Yeah. And that happens a lot. And yeah. You don't want to burn out because exactly. then, then, then you'll regret it. Because you'll look back and be like, oh, I should have just stopped going to that mic. That made me feel like shit. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah. But then sometimes you feel like you're not doing enough. And that's that's the double-edged sword. Yeah. You're like, am, I, to am, be, am yeah. I getting up enough? Is four times enough? Is five times enough? Is two times enough? I don't yeah. know. After taking like a week off, that's when you're like, okay, all right. Yeah. Now I'm going to go back to it. Yeah. A full week. But yeah. then, But then there's no Friday or Saturday or really Sunday, Mike. So then if you do a mic on Thursday, you don't go again until Monday. That's yeah. like four days off. Yeah. Yep. So it almost already feels like a week, and then you just get used to it. And then sometimes you miss a Monday, and you're like, oh, no, now, now it's getting there. Yeah. There needs to be, like, an but extra ho- Hopefully mic. more people open up more mics. Because right now, the pandemic really fucked it up for us. It also made things great. Made things great because more comics opened up a ton of mics. But it fucked it up because once those mics closed, new comics weren't opening more mics. Also, more comics were falling out. Because some comics came out of the woodwork during the pandemic. A lot of comics started. But then after a while, they're like, yeah, I'm good. And they stopped coming out to mics. Yeah, and, yeah. And a lot of those comics were the ones who were putting out um, open mics, which were vital for us. Some of them would even do multiple mics a week. Mm-hmm. you know, And that was huge for our stage time. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we just need more people to do mics. I would if I had the time. 
but right now I, I just can't. I, I would like to do, eventually do a show like um, like a once a month book show. And I don't, yeah, put, put on a I'll show. It's a lot more fun. And I think that's what I'm going to do is just look for a venue and then try and put on a, a once a month show like on a Friday or something. That would be dope. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That seems to be way better. Sweet. Um, so we're going to wrap this up. Okay. Um, any, any last words, Dustin? Um, I'll just shout out some things. Uh, yeah, any, any, sh- I mean, by the time I release this, it'll probably be fucking November or something. Oh, really? Well, okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to release an episode this week, uh-huh. but like the way you've done zoom, I mean, not zoom, you've done a uh, anchor. Yeah. It yeah, takes yeah. like weeks for them to like, uh, okay. Your episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause okay. It, Cause I did that with the coconut cucks. Oh yeah, where I, I submitted it, it, and it took like three weeks for them to say, "Okay, now we distribute it." Oh, to this Spotify. is live on Spotify, iTunes. All it that. took it took three weeks for Spotify, just for wow. one. Okay, and then the rest it was like a month later. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why I'm like, I'm, well, I'm, I guess I'm gonna start releasing them this week, but it's gonna I'm gonna have to wait for it. Hopefully, it happens fast. But yeah, I'm gonna. Well, let's just say, how about in November? I am gonna be doing a one last show. Because uh, once once it it accepts your your episodes, mm-hmm. then you can release them every day if you want to. Okay, and then it'll upload in like twenty minutes onto every streaming uh, feed. Well, if this uh, is posted before the sixteenth of October, oh, then no. you should go to Gracie's uh, at uh, if you live in Arizona, yeah. go to Gracie's Tax Bar. Uh, I'm putting on a big show there with a band called Pretty Ugly. Um, Twin Ponies is another band playing and another band. Yeah, I follow Twin Ponies on Instagram. Olympic Games, another sick-ass band. I think that's all the bands, if I am remembering correctly. All right. Um, and, oh, yeah, Ring Finger No Pinky, too. What the fuck? They're amazing. Uh, do not forget them. And then, you know, uh, the comics, uh, Jared Campbell, Lowell Hernandez, and Eric Bernal. Yeah, Jared, fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, and Lowell's very nice. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done a couple shows with her. She's a sweet girl. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and if you're, and then if it doesn't come out, then, uh, November, I'm going to do one last show of the year, one last event of mine at the Moreland house. Yes. And I think prestigious Moreland house. That is going to be, uh, probably, uh, the 13th of November. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram, Dustin Hadlock, lowercase, all one word, uh, and follow my uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's just my name, Dustin Hadlock. Or you can type in the podcast of Dustiny and it will pop up. I'm pretty sure it will pop up. I don't know if there's anything else that would pop up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, that that's sounds about great. It. Thank you for doing this. No problem, man. Dustin, it was, it was great fun. to have you on. How long did we again. do? We did an hour thirteen minutes. Damn, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it flies by. Yeah. Know? Um, yeah, I'll definitely have you on again. Maybe eventually I'll be on uh, the the podcast of Destiny again. Well, again, as, as, yes, as a, guest. as a solo guest. As at a solo some point. guest, yeah, for sure. I'll I'm going to be doing and one, and then we can pick a cool location because Dustin's podcast. Listen to that, you guys. Podcast of Destiny. He does it where a different location every time, so it's fun because it's outside and it's in a, usually historic or wherever you feel like it, and that's yeah. awesome. So listen to that. Uh, thank you for listening, and have a good life. <laughs>